Now back to The Drive with Aaron Davis and Chris Raff on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we are back again. It is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It's Thursday, and we have the head gymnastics coach of the University of Nebraska, Heather Brink, with us right now. How are you today? I'm doing all right. Doing Doing good. Doing good. Awesome. Well, we wanted to have you in. We got beginning of the season coming up Saturday, three o'clock. Yep. Bob Devaney Sports Center. Yep. Versus Arkansas. We got those hogs coming up here. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what 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 is your like take so far this season and your early season practices and getting ready for the season? Yeah, I mean we've got a good squad. Good. uh, Well, we're at 19, so that's a good size. Um, Just really proud of the physical component of what these athletes have kind of committed to putting in every day they've shown up and just when I think okay they can't handle the next challenge uh, they step up to the plate and and just deliver and they've done a really great job focusing on how um, they can help each other through those challenges and and the growth through that piece of it so just really excited about them I think they're a good group of athletes um, they're super excited for Saturday right like this is our our time to shine and um, you know they got some um, motive behind them to prove some people wrong. So I think we're, we're ready to go. Awesome. So you said you got 19 girls on your squad. How, how does that, is that about the average Mm -hmm. roster size Mm -hmm. for most colleges? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of changed throughout the years, right? Like, um, it used to be, you'd have 12 or 13 kids. Now, now you're looking at probably an average size of that 18 to 20, um, you, you just begin to want more depth, right? Yeah, like things happen. Gymnastics is, is a hard sport on their bodies and you just really got to, um, be able to have that next person be ready to step in and, and not just step in and do something, but step in and replace a score. Right. Yep. And then, so we, so gymnastics, so we got it Saturday, three o'clock, Bob Devaney Sports Center, the events to the people that are maybe not familiar with mm-hmm. gymnastics. Mm-hmm. We got floor, we got bars. Vault. Vault. Balance beam. Balance beam. Yeah. So how, like, how, how would it, how does like a normal meet go? Like yeah, great how question. many girls compete? You uh-huh. Know? Uh-huh. So we normally have uh, six up, five scores count. So you get that one low score that you get to throw out. Um, early on in the season, you'll see seven people go. That seventh person is called an exhibition. Um, and they just get the opportunity. Sometimes it's a freshman who's never really been in, in this pressure situation. And you kind of give them that opportunity to experience it. Um, and really learn what it's about. Sometimes it's maybe um, someone who just needs that that uh, ability to kind of build some confidence. So six people, the first six up, go five scores count. The seventh person's exhibition. Um, not you won't have exhibition on every event, but typically you'll you'll have that, especially this early yeah. in the season. And then when we go, we'll rotate. The home team rotates in Olympic order, which is vault, bars, beam, floor. The visiting team rotates in kind of this random order, but it's a flip-flop. So they'll go bars, vault, floor, beam. So beam is always the challenge event, right? It's yep. four inches. It's always nerve-wracking. So as a visiting team, you got to learn to kind of uh, handle that pressure going into the into the last event. So who coaches beam for Nebraska? <laughs> that would be myself. Oh, that's for you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always interesting because I, I tell the girls, I'm like, well, vault was probably my best event. Uh, beam was probably my worst event as an athlete, but, uh, it's the event I feel most comfortable coaching on. Um, I've had, you know, obviously several years of doing that. So, um, you kind of, um, 
build off of it, just like you're asking the athletes oh, yeah. to do, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So then you got so you got your assistant coaches. You got Brian Amato. Yes. And yeah. then you got then you got a new coach this year. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try and forward Alexi. Alexi Kodakov. Yes. Great job. What's up now? <laughs> you're no AD. You're no AD when it comes to pronouncing now? words. Yeah. yeah. So so how do you have them? What what are they coaching this yeah. year? How yeah. are they? So Brian primarily oversees bars and then alexi uh will oversee vault and floor and then we have a, a volunteer coach um alexi's wife marissa king who was an olympian for great britain um and she has been helping you know kind of float around but predominantly our, our choreography our dance uh on floor so you'll see them kind of partner together a little bit too that's awesome yeah and then another thing that i want to tell the listeners out there is these gymnastics meets they're not they're not quiet. Yeah. Like they like you if you come to a gymnastics meet, it's it's yeah. upbeat. Yeah. You you can be loud, you can cheer. The the girls actually Absolutely. they love it. They feed right? they feed yeah. off the cheers. Yeah, I was so. just telling you during the break that we were watching some some videos to kind of <laughs> um reminisce on some things. But uh, you know, there are people, the parents, the the crowd, um, we're all there chanting go big red, right? Yep. And it's just this whole adrenaline thing. The adrenaline, I mean, at least in college gymnastics, yep. that adrenaline piece that that really feeds into their performance. Um, and when the crowd and the athletes connect like that, uh, it just kind of provides that that next level game uh, on the competition floor and can really help a team kind of rise above. Oh yeah, you know, um, in that instance and and be able to produce kind of some really great routines. So. I, our goal this year is 5,000 people in the stands on average. Um, this weekend, we have that Pepsi Pack the house, so tickets are a dollar. Um, hopefully, people show out. at a good time in the afternoon. Fam- you know, Families with young children can come, yep. um, be able to experience it. But absolutely, we want them in the sta- stands cheering. Uh, we go into postseason, and postseason, you have – all four, to, you know, all four events going on at one time. So the more they get there and they're loud, the more preparation it is for us to uh, to be ready for postseason. And it, you got Arkansas coming in too. Like I've been to a few meets down in Arkansas, and mm-hmm. you know they get they get pretty rowdy down yeah. there. I think I think these Nebraska <laughs> fans, I think they need to come out this weekend three o'clock down at Devaney and show these Arkansas people. You know, oh let's do it. Show what it show what it's all about. Let's do it. I hope I hope they do. I think I'm originally from here in Lincoln. Uh, grew up around all the Nebraska athletics, and I think one of the things that makes Nebraska really special is our community and the support of all sports, yep. um, and and these Olympic sports in in particular gymnastics. You got a lot of young girls who, um, you know, really dream of of being able to do the sport. I think they have a, a great opportunity to bring their their children to kind of watch what that next level looks like. But absolutely, I hope they show up. I hope they show up loud and and uh, you know, kind of give it to the hogs. Yeah, and you've got and this weekend also if you've got the you know the young kids out there that you know want to get into gymnastics you're going to have three three olympians there mm-hmm. yeah or actually well potentially- well four with marissa yeah. right so arkansas's coaches are all olympians yeah um marissa's an olympian right um I'm trying to think if on any of their team they have Olympians. I think, um, and, but and Chris, Emma Spence Chris, on our team is uh, alternate yeah, for Canada. Right. I was so, just going to yeah. say that. And you have Chris Brooks, their assistant coach. I mm-hmm. believe he was an Olympian, and so. he coached here for a year, yeah. right? So, so um, he's coming back to Lincoln to to kind of experience it. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely I've, for many years. I've told you know it is if you want to get the younger generation yeah. involved, mm-hmm. say like. Foot, football games. Sometimes the tickets can be expensive. You right. know, they, right. this is something that it's price efficient. Yeah. 
Yep, yep. And, and it is a good time. Yeah, and it's you... cheaper than a movie. Come experience it. You know, we play music. There's opportunities for the crowd to, you know, be on the big screen and, and really get involved in what they're doing. Uh, floor is probably the most entertaining event. Um, that's last for us. Uh, you'll kind of see us throw the bones throughout the routines. <laughs> I hope the little ones are always watching for that. Um, uh, to me, that's tradition. Um, and then we all have a go big red somewhere in the routine. Yep. So hopefully and, we'll get that crowd involved in that piece too. And the meets go about two hours. Yeah. I would say it's 45. about 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Um, yeah. I mean, the more television's kind of gotten involved in, in some things, the more efficient we try to try to keep things running with the dual meet two teams. It's about 90 minutes from, from start to finish. Uh, and then there, we usually do awards at the end, which takes a little bit longer. So, um, yeah, it should be a really great time. Should be, you know, able to get out of there no later than five o'clock. Um, I didn't, I didn't look at the weather. Is the weather supposed to be pretty good? Yeah. Be okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be good weather. Come, yeah. We're inside. So come enjoy some yeah. heat. And rain. only, only a dollar. I mean, yeah. $1 and $1 Pepsi product. $1 so, Pepsi, so. Uh, at the concession stand. So it should be, it should be a good time. So then, um, I've got to ask you this question. I do not know why I've been thinking about this, but it hit me a couple days ago and I was like, I got to ask Heather this. <laughs> so a lot of people, <laughs> are, I, so a lot of people out there. Probably know, some might not know, but you had a pretty distinguished gymnastics career yourself. Mm -hmm. Won a national champion, or two two national championships, mm -hmm. I believe, vault and all around. Mm -hmm. 2000? Yep, 2000. I mean. Wendy's two for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... <gasps> Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only, single item at regular price. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. 2010. Yeah. You know what? You know. I, to me, it's just yesterday, right? Like, yeah. I'm still 18. Well, that's, yeah. that's like me, too. I, I sit there, I'm like, hey. But I got to ask you, what you were doing back in 2000, uh -huh. how would that compare to what the girls are doing now in 2022? You know, I mean, I think as far as the, the skill level, um, I think it's stayed a lot the same, um, you know, when you watch across the, the national platform of everything. Um, I think the difference is, is the, um, I want to say priority, that's maybe not the correct word, but like emphasis on certain things. So right now, emphasis on artistry is a big thing. This choreography, like those things didn't necessarily exist. Um, equipment wise, the biggest difference was vault, right? Like <laughs> yeah. we had the old vault, like it wasn't the right now they call it a table. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't quite as big. And so, yeah, it was a little bit more scary to do the same <laughs> vault. Um, or at least for me, 
I guess I should speak for myself, not everybody. I think that was but... probably for most people. <laughs> yeah. I, I was scared watching you guys do it. Yeah. Well, I'll say I only miss my hands twice in my lifetime. So <sighs> um, you just learn kind of cat-like reflexes and, you know, and pray like, that you hit the ground in a there might manner. There might even be a couple <laughs> of little gymnasts listening that, like, Ralph didn't even need the vault to get injured. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's definitely me now. Like I'm like, oh, I should be able to do a round up back tuck, and then you do it, and the next day you're like, why why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> you know, the body just doesn't function. Oh, that is awesome. And then, uh, what else? I had I had another question too. I oh, Big Ten. Uh huh. Who are the Who are the other teams to look out for this year? Who you guys think will be your, your Yeah, I mean Michigan. Michigan's rated number one. We face them, I think, in mid February um, at Michigan. Um, so I think they'll probably be the strongest competition. It's probably our biggest quote unquote rival within the big 10, at least gymnastics wise. Um, Michigan state's kind of come on strong in the last year. So I think that they'll, they'll be, you know, a pretty tough opponent. Uh, we face them at our big five meets. So the way our season kind of works, we have, um, two non-conference meets at the start of the year, and then we kind of go into our big 10 season. Um, and you'll have five dual meets throughout the conference. Um, I think we go to Michigan, Illinois, and Penn State this year. Maryland and Iowa come to us. Um, And then we see the other four teams because the Big Ten Conference is the largest conference for women's gymnastics right now. Um, And I think it'll stay that way even when um, the SEC changes and we add UCLA, it'll still be the largest conference. So uh, we see the other four teams at what we call our Big Five meet. Um, And then we kind of go into our postseason uh, play so Big Ten championships and then with NCAA tournament. Okay, so we spoke a little bit earlier. You got 19 girls on your squad. Mm-hmm. Who are maybe some of the girls to keep an eye out for? Yeah, or yeah. some of your I guess. Yeah, things? I mean, I think the the two Big Ten uh, watch list athletes, uh, Emma Spence. Emma Spence is coming off of a great summer. She competed for um, Gymnastics Canada, uh, went on and uh, competed at the Commonwealth Game. Uh, got bronze medal there and then went on and represented Canada for world championships. Um, And they had their first team medal and had the automatic bid into the 2024 Olympics. So um, I think you'll see a lot of great things from her. I think she's kind of built that confidence and consistency. I mean, you want to talk about pressure situations. (laughs) It's being on the the world's largest stage and and having to deliver your routine. Um, And I'm trying to think, I think she, of all of those routines, I think she competed 24 routines, if I'm correct. Um, could be 28, but uh, fell one time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, she's just going to bring that level of, of that international exposure. Um, Clara Colombo is a senior for us. Um, again, another international student. She's from Italy. Um, we have two from Italy. We have Spence from Canada, and then we have Change, who's a freshman from Hungary. So yeah, Chang- I wasn't going to try to pronounce yeah. that one. <laughs> Change uh, also represented Hungary at the World Championships. So we were the only team uh, with two athletes there at World Championships. So that was yes. that was pretty cool for us. But Clara brings a whole nother level of artistry. I mean, when you really talk about artistry, this this athlete is just beautiful to watch. Uh, she's made some upgrades. Can't teach, uh, or you can teach an old dog new tricks. Um, <laughs> Um, so she's got some upgrades on bars and uh, and balance beam. We had to change some things around, so hopefully you'll get a chance to see that. Uh, and just I know she really wants to, um, you know, have a great season. They're excited for it and, and bring it. Um, we've got, uh, you know, a class of five freshmen. So I already noted Chenge. 
um, and then our sophomore class is seven. So hopefully those those athletes also get some more opportunities. I think you'll see some new faces. I think you'll see opportunities for for some of these younger athletes to kind of get an opportunity to prove themselves. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll start off the season. Our goal is always 24 for 24, right? Heck yeah, heck four yeah. events, six routines, 24 and for still 24. And still the old, the old 10, 10 is the high score yes, still. In, in women's gymnastics, I, that's true. I like in college gymnastics because yeah. I still can mm-hmm. say what the score might be. That yeah. international stuff, I'm lost. I don't yeah. know how to, I don't <laughs> know how to FIG score that. The FIG code is, is always a little bit different, but, uh, but yes, in women's gymnastics, we still have the 10-0 code, um, and all always going for you know perfection but ultimately i think we can set ourselves most up for that uh, max out potential when we hit all of our routines can't always i mean in gymnastics you don't have offense and defense yep. right yeah. like you just kind of do your thing doesn't matter if the other team does this you just got to do your thing and so we exactly. really talk about control the controllables and right now that's what we can do and um let's get those routines and and just hit them right like let let the energy kind of build on itself and then it got one final question, and we'll yeah. get you out of here. I'm sure you got practice here coming up here real soon. Recruiting in college gymnastics, yeah. how, like, not how much, like, foot, you always hear mm-hmm. about football recruiting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, how much recruiting, like, do you do per se, yeah. like, travel and, you know, yeah. like, what age can you, like, Yeah, that's great. Even... No, great question. It's changed over the years, right? We used to have open-ended recruiting. Mm-hmm. We don't have the... Uh, same calendars as like some of the other sports have like where they just get two weeks of open recruiting. Yeah. Ours is um, mainly open all year. There's a couple dead periods. The month of December's dead. There's first half of June is a dead period. Um, so that gives us some, you know, some time as, as people to kind of catch up. <laughs> um, but predominantly we're recruiting, you know, all the time, like social media now, because you have the ability to, kind of get things out there quickly and, and accessible to everyone is a, is a huge part of it. Um, Brian Amato's our, our recruiting coordinator. Okay. So uh, he does most of the, most of the travel at this point. Um, Alexi and I'll do, you know, some, I would say my main kind of chunk of recruitings in the summer. Um, our athletes, our recruits are, you know, potential student athletes that, that we're recruiting are competing at the same time we are. So, you know, getting to watch some of them during the competition is important. Um, it's just never ending, right? Like it yeah. recruiting itself is, is never ending. And even if it's a dead period, you know, what can you be doing to continue to recruit for us? It's about getting the end in front of the athletes, um, as quickly as possible and as early as possible. Um, we don't have oceans, mountains, you know, um, we have all four seasons. I think there's a lot of really great things. The resources that our community has, um, you know, blessed us with is, is in my opinion, top it top notch in the country, um, especially with this go big project. Mm-hmm. Um, I think these athletes, um, you know, really, I mean, you want to talk about differences, right? Like yeah. I'm like our locker room, we had metal lockers <laughs> and you know, they got lounges, massage chairs. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's just never ending, but, uh, as far as like in-person contact, we can have athletes on campus, their junior and senior year. Um, and that's like face-to-face conversations. Um, you can't have any phone calls with anybody prior to that. You can talk to their coaches, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. We're out trying to, you know, get the N in front of those 25s and okay. I call everybody a year, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's the year that they graduate (laughs) in front of those 25s and 26s. So when they get to that stage, you know, you get five visits. So, um, I hope Nebraska is one of those and, and we just really try hard. 
You know, I, I think Nebraska is a special place. Every time I've moved away, I've, you know, come <laughs> back. It's like this this homegrown kind of thing. But um, I think our, our community and our people and, and the things that we do are, are really special, and I hope that sells Nebraska. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, Heather, I want to thank you so much for thank coming you. in today. Maybe we can get you in, you yes. know, down the season here. And Absolutely. See, how, see Absolutely. how things are progressing for you. Remember, awesome. 3 o'clock, Bob Devaney Sports Center, Arkansas Razorbacks. One dollar tickets. Saturday. One dollar tickets. Yeah. Saturday. Saturday. Let's go beat Arkansas. Yes, let's do it. All right, this is the drive, 93.7 the ticket. This is a 30 second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops.